Welcome to the Dreaming Big Podcast, where we talk about how to move from feeling stuck and stagnant in your life to accessing your dreams and passions. This is the place to make space for those big and often uncomfortable emotions without judgment or conditions so you can figure out what you want to be doing instead. I'm your host, Allison Gomez, licensed marriage and family therapist in California. Now, before we get started, this podcast is not to be a replacement for therapy, nor is meant to be used for mental health, medical, or psychiatric treatment. If you are needing assistance, go to therapyden.com or inclusivetherapist.com to find a therapist in your area. Or if you would like to work with me, go to healingwithgroup.com. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about the healing power of connecting with others and why you need to have this in your life. But first, we're going to talk about why many of us are so unwilling to form new relationships or friendships with others to be, or just being vulnerable with the people that are in our lives. Because that is definitely a big barrier when it comes to learning on how to be vulnerable and trusting with others. So one of the things that I like to think about is that it's hard to be open and honest because you don't know what that even looks like for you. Like you've never had a relationship where you were able to just be you. You know, if if someone were to ask you like, hey, how can you just be honest? You'd be like, I don't even, I don't even know how. And this may be something that started really early for you in the relationships that you had because you really weren't allowed to go too deep or it wasn't really allowed to be, you weren't allowed to be personal on that, beyond that superficial level because things either felt awkward or it would feel like the relationship or the friendships would kind of like fall apart if you did anything that strayed from superficial. And also maybe it's the case because you feel like your feelings are a burden or an inconvenience to others. So it's more about making sure that other people are happy rather than you being comfortable. Like in the sense that if you were to share how you truly feel, people would be upset. People would be worried or maybe they would be angry. Like they would have their own uncomfortable feelings and that, and the thought of that really keeps you from wanting to be open and wanting to be vulnerable in your relationships. However, sometimes people do not want to be open in relationships because they have been judged or hurt, you know, for trusting people. They feel like they trust people too easily and this is somehow their fault. So, you know, this, this might look like, you know, when you've shared things with you know, personal things that matter to you in the past, like with friends. And I'm going to say friends, like quote unquote friends. And then they put you down for that or they stop making, or they like start making fun of you, teasing you in a way that doesn't feel really respectful. Because I do believe that you can tease friends in a respectful way, but it's kind of like in that consent way, like, Hey, this is what we do. And I'm not tr- taking it personally. You're not taking it personally. And that's fine. And if we are taking it personally, then we're you know, going to stop because This is about respect. So I'm like all for that. But that's not what this is. This is more like actually putting someone down. Or you know what? Maybe you showed up as yourself and they stopped being friends with you. So it leads to this feeling of abandonment. 
and being casted away. So again, like those feelings of, you know, my feelings are a burden and I inconvenience people. I push people away. So why bother trying to make new friends when they're all going to hurt me or leave me in the end, you know? So there's that. And also it can be really difficult to meet new people, especially if you feel like you're misunderstood often. And so I notice this a lot, especially for like near divergent folks, myself included, um, that it can feel hard to be understood because maybe they're, you know, just brains aren't like on the same wavelength. And so maybe other people think that you're weird because of your interests or your passions, or maybe they judge you for certain behaviors. Like, you know, I'm thinking like stimming, you know, that is viewed with a lot of stigma. Like there's something wrong with you. I remember one time when I was in grad school, um, cause in, in, in one part of the program, you have to work in a clinic or at least in, at my university, we had to work in a clinic where there were cameras and like one way mirrors. And, you know, of course the clients got, you know, signed consent acknowledging that this was, you know, that this is the setting. And I had a professor tell me that I was super anxious in session because I like to curl my hair. Now, if anybody really knows me, I twirl my hair like all the time. It is not like an anxiety. I mean, I could do it when I'm anxious, but I just do it because. So the point is, you your behaviors might be classified as weird or pathologized because other people may not always understand. And so it might make it hard for you to want to reach out to other people and be friends with them because... You don't want to be misunderstood. It hurts to be misunderstood and it makes you question yourself when you're misunderstood. So despite all these reservations, and they're all valid, like all these feelings of why it's hard to form new relationships and why you might want to avoid them are valid. The fact is we still really need relationships. We need friendships. We need connections. We're human. Um, And it's not necessarily about having like, a certain numbers of friends. You don't need like 10, 20 close friends, but it's more like, how do you build a community of people who are, who are going to support you? Whether that's a big community or a small community based on your needs. And that's really going to depend on you and not, and yeah, that's really going to depend on you because really you can't make these changes all on your own when you're trying to build a life that's, is more sustainable where you're trying to build a life that's lighter than what it used to be. And even if that was true, that you could do this all on your own without the support of anybody else, you changing is changing relationships. And so other people are going to get impacted either way. So the more room you can make for building connections with people that you care about and can trust, the easier it is it's going to be for you to kind of like move forward. So as I was saying, we need these things. We need support. We need community. Why? Because one of the things is you need validation from others. And I talk about validation a lot because it's really an important thing. The way I see it is Nobody likes to be invalidated. Nobody likes to have their feelings dismissed or their experiences dismissed. You know, I think about like, 
I used to do trainings and I would bring this up of in, in terms of validation because some people don't know what it is, which is totally fine. I don't know if it's therapy talk or if that's just what other people say at this point, but <laughs> I think of invalidation, the opposite of validation as like when you had a really bad day and you go home or you go wherever to your friends and you vent to them, you tell them about why it's such a crappy day and then they tell you to get over it. That's invalidation. That's not very supportive. Validation would look like, wow, that really does sound crappy. And just kind of meeting them where they're at. And you need that because when you're validated, it supports you and your experience. And it, that makes it easier for you to kind of move through the emotions. So then you can do the things that you're actually needing to do. Versus if someone invalidates you, well, now here you are, you're still stuck with those feelings and you're going to stay stuck in those feelings until you either validate yourself or somebody else validates you. I mean, yeah, maybe you can sleep it off and then, you know, it's another day, but that adds up. Validation really makes it easier to kind of move through those things so much faster. And when you're able to move through those things so much faster, you're able to be open-minded and kind of go into problem solving on trying to fix whatever it is, if that's what you're needing. Because honestly, you do not have all the answers. You do not. I do not. Nobody has all the answers. People with PhDs, they don't have the answers. They may have an answer for a very specific thing, but they don't have the answers either. Nobody has all the answers and so it's important to be able to like trust other people. So when you don't have the answers, you can reach out to them and pick their brain, brainstorm, bounce ideas off them. So you're able to solve problems or give yourself opportunities that you didn't have, that you didn't know that you have. It gives hope. And in addition, you know, making sure that you're feeling connected because loneliness really can be painful it hurts. And in fact, that can be a factor that leads to someone attempting to die by suicide. Having a strong support system is a factor that like prevents the risk of death by suicide. That's a buffer that helps keep people safe when they're feeling really low. So community connection is super important. And it also helps you build that relationship with yourself because really the way that we get treated by others in our lives, somehow we end up internalizing that about ourselves. So if other people are talking over us, if other people are dismissing our feelings, then we start getting the message that we don't matter. My feelings don't matter. I don't get to talk about these things because nobody cares. Because ideally, like if we like had to look at, if we had to look like the whole lifespan we only learn how to navigate around this world based on how we were growing up. So if we, like, in the ideal home where if we were able to have been treated with respect, then that's how you're going to be as an adult, treating yourself with respect. But a lot of people don't have that. There's a lot of traumas in family, like generational trauma, that can prevent this unconditional self-acceptance and self-respect. So then we kind of have to reparent ourselves and also build new relationships so we can also get, have that modeled to us. And we model that for other people, people heal other people, or we at least 
provide that foundation. We don't necessarily heal, but whatever. So it helps you build this better foundation of, oh, this is what it's like to treat myself with respect and to accept myself. And it also lets you know that it's okay to accept yourself in that way. Like, so like if you go back into a, like a group therapy setting, this, that setting, it really does give you that permission to embrace who you are because you're showing up as yourself. And if it's a trusting group, they're going to be honest and accept you regardless. And if you are finding yourself dismissing any kind of kindness and support, then that also gives you an opportunity to look at what's actually getting in the way in the moment. Because if you're able to address those barriers, then you're able to kind of resolve them or work around them or whatever. And that's what's going to lead to more a more sustainable life instead of like having to pretend that you trust people instead of having to pretend that you don't need other people without having to like act because that just gets exhausting. So as we're wrapping up, it is important to know that there are a variety of reasons on why we need to embrace connecting with others. It helps heal old wounds. It can help make it help us sustain the change that we're wanting to make for ourselves in our lives. It's so much easier if you're not having to use all your energy in fighting the relationships you have or trying to do everything all alone. So until next time, toodles. If you have enjoyed today's podcast and are ready to take the leap to embrace your emotions and trust yourself so you can start dreaming, go to healingwithgroup.com. Make sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode drops. You can also follow me on Instagram at Allison Gomez LMFT.